Welcome to PostBurnout.com interviews. My name is Aaron Kavanagh and I'm the website's founder and editor-in-chief. PostBurnout.com is a culture website dedicated to venerating burnt-out artists the world over. Our interviews are mainly recorded to be transcribed, but every now and again we release the audio in a series we call PostBurnout.com interviews. If you enjoy what we do, be sure to subscribe. In this edition of PostBurnout.com interviews, we speak with the iconic classic, controversial and irreverent writer-musician artist Johnny Scawato. Johnny talks about his musical project, Death Dance Music, and their new EP, Sobriety, not fitting in within the New York art scene, raging against the politics of where he lives, how music differs from other artistic mediums, his website, Uncensored New York, and more. Hello? Hey, Johnny, can you hear me okay? Hey, can you hear me okay? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Yeah, cool. Perfect. Um, yeah, the first thing I was just going to ask you real quick, uh, yeah, how would you describe what you do to the uninitiate? Um, how would I, de- uh, what were you saying? How would I describe what I do what? To the uninitiate, to the people who aren't familiar with you. Oh, to the, un- to, pe- to, to the uninitiated, so the people who aren't familiar with you. Oh, yeah. I mean, people who aren't familiar with me could, you yeah. know, um, you know, I think personally, uh, I got to think about this question that, I think it would have to be just through information regarding uh, through like just through uncensored New York, I think. Yeah. Um, most people, I don't. I'm not really a public figure online as much. You mm-hmm. know, I don't really have like a, a Facebook or an Instagram anymore. You know, I'm kind of offline. Um, it's very rare that I'm kind of pushing my content um, on social media. Yeah, um, I mainly use uh, I mainly use uncensored actually as like a funnel to kind of push a lot of my content through. But uh, I mean, my stuff is pretty dark. Um, there's a lot of different kind of you know, uh, I guess uh, I'm feeding my dog right now, so I'm kind of like yeah, no trying to get him away. <laughs> <laughs> Morning, man. Excuse me. No worries. Um, my grandmother has Alzheimer's. I've been having to deal with her. Oh, I'm she sorry. Like completely forgot everything that's going on. Sorry, dear man. Um, oh no, it's totally fine. Um, but anyway, uh, like you want to hear about like my process, or I was curious. So yeah, I mean, like what I would say to get. 
Well, but I think it's kind of like interesting stuff. Like, you know, um, you kind of have like, you know, you do writing, you do like visual art, you do film and you do music. So like, it seems like you kind of encapsulate a lot of different artistic mediums. Um, I was wondering like, how do you think like they differ for you? Yeah, I mean, I think that like from music, I think that it's always coming from more of a cinematic place than like a musical place for me. Like I'm more inspired recently by film than I am music. Um, Because honestly, there's really, it's kind of slim pickings with music nowadays. Um, I'm a fan of, uh, I like Fat White Family. Yeah. Um, I think they're a pretty interesting band and they kind of, a very kind of uh, you know they're a little bit more of a popular band that pushes like I guess like a a capital narrative mm-hmm. you know um, which I think is kind of cool and interesting and you know shaking the cage a little bit is kind of like what I'm a little bit more about so that's I think that's like an inspiration but I'd say film is definitely a big inspiration um I mean, you know, I try and do, I try and have my hands in like different pockets, you know, um, artistically. And sometimes certain things bleed into other things, you know. Um, I don't know, I think that it's uh, all kind of self explanatory, but um, yeah, I mean, I don't don't really know what, what else to say about that. I think it all kind of just goes hand in hand with each other. Would you want me to like, if you'd like, I mean, like, how, how do you think, like, music kind of, like, uh, differs from kind of the other artistic medium things? Kind of, that's what we're focusing on, I guess. Your what? How do you think, like, uh, the kind of, um, your musical projects kind of differ from your other artistic kind of endeavors? Um, I think the musical projects, indif- like, they're, they're, I think they're different because, you know, my, my musical stuff is a little bit more, um, kind of live it's more obviously it's a fairly abrasive obviously you're on the other side of the world you haven't kind of seen my performance or the project I'm doing currently death dance music but it's uh it's definitely more uh you know in your face and confrontational um and the movie stuff and, and the other stuff it's obviously it's not it's way more tamed down and That's cool. Um, they're just, huh? No, it's the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, one thing I wanted, to, <laughs> one thing I want to talk about with Death Dance music is that, like, um, you know, um, from what I read, it's like very inspired by um, 
70s kind of like uh, New York cinema, uh, kind of, I guess, like underground or sort of midnight movies uh, from that era that kind of showed the kind of uh, gritty, kind of grimy side of New York as it existed back then. I was wondering, like, what uh, what do you want to encapsulate that kind of era of New York and how do you think it kind of differs from the New York you're familiar with or that you live in? Yeah, I mean, I think that I kind of take from the New York now more so than I take from the New York back then. Um, I don't really like over, I don't like to over romanticize the whole like, I, you know, I love all that cinema. I love Taxi Driver and like I grew up in New York and all that stuff is like a big, big inspiration to me. But at the same time, I'm not like, uh, I'm thinking more against the narrative of today, um, you know, in regards to like just censorship and, and like the more extreme kind of like left political kind of stance that everybody's taking and mm-hmm. you know I don't want to be I don't want to be on pitchfork you know I don't support any of those platforms I think that they're pretty uh, um, just toxic and they've become more of like a tabloid website rather than a, a musical kind of like inspirational thing same goes for vegan, you know. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking more towards like thinking more at that narrative. Um, I'm very much inspired by um, um, including the Vampire Castle, which is a piece by um, Oh, and uh, Mark Fisher? Um, Mark Fisher. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit, uh, you know, I, I love all the 70s and kind of like you know taxi driver stuff and you know the darker kind of like obscure like 42nd street kind of like uh, down and dirty grit stuff but at the same time I'm kind of just like you know trying to get by in this like climate um, in New York you know it's pretty, pretty toxic you know with like live musicians and people like just everything is so kind of watered down and pretty safe and you know, so I'm kind of just like picking out of that in a way, you know, and uh, a lot of people don't like it, you know. Oh, really? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, um, <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, people, they don't, you know, they want their, like, safe spaces, you know, and they're, you know, it's it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, so then, like, with, with the new EP that's coming out, then, like, um, was that kind of your intent, the kind of challenge, so it's kind of like, um, uh, preconceptions, I guess, are kind of just like the the sort of generally accepted kind of um, uh, politics, I guess, of where you live. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear what you were saying. Sorry, sorry, yeah, my phone's kind of shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, um, what was the intent of the EP to kind of challenge a lot of the the notions that are kind of um, uh, being pushed by people that are like you know, um, are kind of part of the the sort of. Um, politically accepted kind of um, uh, mode of your city then? Hmm. I was trying, I'm still trying to understand. You know, it's funny as you kind of, you sound like uh, uh, Douglas Hart, (laughs) Mary Jane. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm kind of like listening to a Mary, it's so like listening to a Mary Jane. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like listening to Rock De Niro, kind of. You're like listening to Douglas Harder, William Reed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, same. 
with, with the kind of the new EP that's coming out next month, um, do you think that like it, it, what's there an intent to kind of challenge a lot of these um, preconceived notions of, I guess, the kind of the the politics of where you live? Uh, I mean, I, I, you know, if it challenges anything, like I would just want it to kind of like change. But I mean, I, you know, actually, that's that's not true. I, I you know, I wanted to inspire people. You know, I mean, who doesn't want their music to inspire people? Um, I mean, the EP's about you know, there's a song about self harm. There's just there's one song about uh, just like capitalist kind of like uh, dark music is just pretty much a, a song about capitalism. Mm-hmm. Um, the unknown is, is kind of about the uncanny valley and you know pushing against kind of extreme progressive uh, narratives, contemporary narratives and. Um, I mean, I guess I would just want it to inspire people, you know, I mean, that's what most musicians want, uh, in the end of the day, right? Um, yeah. I'm not really, you know, there's a lot, there's a big fame game that goes on in New York City, you know, um, in the music scene. Everybody's always, like, rushing to get onto some sort of platform, you know, whether it's, like I said, like Brooklyn Vegan or Pitchfork, and it's like they, most people kind of um, will do whatever they can to get on these things, you know. Sure. Um, and it really doesn't mean anything to me anymore, you know. Just because I'm completely, like, against, like, the narratives that they push on those websites, you know. Um, yeah. And uh, Rolling Stone's another one, you know. So, uh, evangelical kind of Christians at this point, you know. Yeah. So, so one final thing I'd, I'd like to ask is, I was like reading an interview with you, and I, I there was an interesting thing you were kind of talking about where you're like, um, you're saying that, um, um, sorry, like, like you, your narratives in, in your music is kind of just informed by what you see in life and and kind of how you go about life. Um, I was wondering, like, um, one thing I was interested in, um was uh i know for example that you're sober now and i've been teetotal for about a year and a half now and i noticed uh sobriety has kind of affected the way i view my own city kind of looking around i see it's a lot bleaker now strangely enough um i was wondering do you think uh, sobriety has affected kind of uh how you view the world and uh, subsequently your art oh yeah i mean absolutely i think that my work is and enhanced significantly since I've gotten sober. Um, I tend to, like, you know, I was one of those, like, over-romanticizing, like, you know, Iggy birthday party guys, you know, who, like, loved all that stuff and, like, wanted to be one of those people. But, you know, then I fell too deep into it. And I definitely have a clearer view of, like, artistically what I want to do and how I want to approach things. Uh, if that's like, I don't know, put the good in the fans here. But yeah, I mean, the, the world is a lot clearer. <laughs> yeah. And uh, sobriety has definitely helped me spiritually, mentally, physically, fucking um, 100%. And it has, has really helped my, you know, my artistic endeavors. Um, I definitely wouldn't have been able to do any of the shit that I'm doing now 
um, if I was still as fucked up as I was four years ago. Yeah. Um, well, that's everything I had to ask. Is there anything you'd like to add before we wrap up? Or? Um, yeah, where, uh, where are you based in? You're in Ireland? Yeah, Dublin. And you, are you just doing interviews like, uh, I know Lydia reached yeah. out to you, right? Yeah. Yeah, Lydia's been great. Reached out to you. Yeah, Lydia's cool. She's also just like a cool person to yeah. kind of keep in touch with. She, she's like got her fingers in a lot of different places and she's also just like really sweet person. Yeah, I agree. I only really know her to like mess and stuff, but she's like really cool, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna try. We're trying to get out there. I'm trying to. We're gonna be playing with. Uh, I'm gonna be playing with Leas uh, from Fat Life Family. Okay. Um. So I'll uh, I'll keep you posted. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're looking at spring. We want to come to like you know. We just want to do like UK, Ireland. Um, we want to just like hit kind of as many places as we possibly can. Sweet. Well, I'll be there to promote it if you ever need any help with that. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Um, sorry if my interview was a little scattered. I've been dealing with a lot of craziness this morning. Good, no worries about it. Thank you for listening to that episode of postbornout.com interviews. We hope you enjoyed and stay tuned for more.